This is Shudders Inc. with Bruce Williams and Glenn Lavender. Hi and welcome to episode ho, ho, 555. Ho, 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 ho. Oh, it's the episode of Hose. 555. It is 555 of Shudders Inc. That's like, yeah, the, the Chinese think 888 is like really lucky. Yeah. Well, we're like five, five, five eighths of lucky. That's exactly right. <laughs> if you look at it that way, yeah. Uh, this is Bruce Williams from ShuttersIncPodcast.com, and that there is Mr. Glenn Lavender from CreativePhotoWorkshops.com.au. The, the, the philosopher, the philosopher Glenn Lavender. The yeah. philosopher. <laughs> he's a philosopher. He's, he's, he's a deep thinker. Yeah. Not many people leap straight to you know, five eighths of lucky. You know, that's, right. that's, that's, that's Aristotle type stuff, my friend. Is that what it is? <laughs> or something like that. Wasn't the one who chatted Eureka and ran down the street naked? <laughs> I think or was it find, Mephistopheles? I think you'll find that together, was Midas, wasn't it? No, Midas was the touch things that went gold. Oh, no, no. He Sorry, it was, the, it was the, king, the king that wanted the gold. How do you, how do you, wipe, how do you wipe your bum? What? How do, you, how do you wipe your bum? I use toilet paper. How do you do it? No, I know, you get, but if Midas, he touches the toilet paper, goes gold. You're not really wiping your bum with gold. <laughs> well, he was a king. He may very well have. I suppose if he's rich enough, someone else could wipe it for him. That's right. Wipers? So, no, I think it... What's it? What's it? What's it? <laughs> Wipers? Yeah, of course, you can touch yourself, because that doesn't turn gold. So you could use your hand, I guess, you know, go, go, you know, like you're living in the country or something. No, it was definitely not him who shouted. Eureka. I'd like to apologise to the listeners right now. This is not the way oh, I imagined we'd lucky. be wrapping up That's... the year. <laughs> Really? <laughs> seems on par to me. <laughs> Everything else was seems fairly <laughs> seems fairly appropriate to me. Yeah, it's uh, golden. <laughs> thanks to you. I mean, if you don't mind. Yeah. Uh, how have you been? Me? Yeah. I've been. Uh, uh, it's been a few weeks again, hasn't it? It has. It's, it's been, been like three, I think, because we were, were supposed to record last week, and I just completely and lost. we couldn't. We just we just and we just couldn't get scheduled. Uh, no. Schedules. I'm busy. You're busy. Time yeah. of year. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I was doing nothing, and you were doing you were doing nothing at a different time. Yeah, yep. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> but, um, no, no, I've been I've been okay. I've been out taking a few photos. Nice. Uh, well, by photos, I mean the, the, my my footy team training. Uh, oh, yeah, which yeah, I do yep. This time of year, so yep. I've been out with a big one fifty to six hundred, and Lovely. having some fun with that. Nice. Yeah, that's always a, always a bit of bit of, bit of fun because you don't get to use big lenses like that very much as a portrait no. photographer. So it's kind of nice to get out and have a bit of play with it. Yeah. And I, no, I've got to say, I was looking at some shots that I took yesterday. Mm. Astounded how sharp it is. Just, yep. just bloody astounded. Just, it's just like, man, yeah. And this is uh, the for, for, Canon for, for, version for, of it, obviously. The the Tamron uh, one fifty uh, yeah but the Canon the Canon, the yeah. Canon mount I, I, I know but yeah. had to put the word Tamron in I'm of course you're contractually did. obliged of course you did yeah I'm not I'm not contractually <laughs> obliged but I'm, I, I do feel obliged yeah I did miss out I've got to say I'm a bit disappointed this weekend just gone the Tamron America's Pro Team Summit and they flew all their uh, pro members yeah. Uh, yeah, into uh, the Sedona Hills in Arizona or something right. for sh- photo shoots yeah. and stuff and social media, and, and, and I couldn't go. Why couldn't you go? Yeah. Well, they didn't pay enough money for me to get over there. <laughs> they, 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 gave, they gave everyone, I think it was like an $800 US allowance to get there. Oh, right. You know? And uh, it just wasn't good. I'm gonna uh, the way airfares at the moment. Yeah. I, I was gonna have to be, be paying out five or six hundred dollars. Mate, least, that would have just a, about covered the parking at Melbourne Airport, wouldn't it? Oof. 
I'll get someone to drop me off. Father-in-law, <laughs> that's what they're good for. But uh, it would, uh, probably would have cost me five or six hundred bucks at least, probably probably closer to a thousand for three days. Yeah, and then fly all the way home again. Yeah. And yeah, cutting into family. I know I would have been exhausted. I don't. Want to, I don't want to fly for forty hours out of seventy-two, out yeah. of, say out of a hundred hours. Yeah, in my health conditions as they are, because that's probably pushing the friendship a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Too far. That's not really the time of year we can stay any longer. So yeah. Yeah. So I didn't. So I didn't go. But uh, oh. I saw some some lovely photos are all taken. There's some amazing sunsets. They were doing some model shoots. They were doing yeah, all sorts of cool stuff. Nice. Maybe next year. Yeah. Maybe next year. But yeah, that's it. So that's, that's what I've been doing for the last three weeks. Nothing and taking some photos of football people and then nothing. <laughs> Excellent. It's not. It's not true. I've been. I've been. I've been I'm about to announce uh, early next year mm-hmm. a March 2025 India photo tour with my good mate Cam Blake down in uh, Tasmania. Right. So you're going twice so in five months. Twice in four or five months. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Wow. I'd go even more often if I could. Yeah. Right. So um, just just in the midst of. Um, Coordinating that, going to a few places I've never been to before, so it requires a right. a little bit more, not places, but like day trips out from those places that I have been to yeah, to things yeah, I yeah. haven't seen. Yeah, uh, like there's one village that does tie dyeing as an oh, example. Yeah. Batik, yeah, Batik. I did that but, in but high they, school. Yeah, but they, but they do like the entire village is like covered parts of the day yeah. is covered with all the fabric out drying. Yep. So you get these beautiful old buildings with these amazing colours all the way through it, and nice. uh, and then you know cool, cool people surrounding it. Yeah, so. cool. But but I don't know. I, I can't find anyone who ever goes there to get any information yeah, to right. find out. Well, what time of day is good to be there? Is it actually going to be any good? Is it? Yeah, I've got this vision of how cool it could be, but what if it's none of that? <laughs> yeah, know? right. All the joys of going so, to places. And then I found this. Could you, this old foot? Uh, so could you not at the tail end of your November trip do a recon? No, because it's it's a long way. Right. It's, yeah, it would require a flight and drives, and yeah, it just adds even more time that you know, I'm yeah, I'm already away right. for fifteen days from the family or whatever. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's only it's only for a few it's only for a few hours of one day. Oh, so right. it's a long way to go for a few hours of one day. You know? And then I found this abandoned, well, this old fort, this old twelfth like, century fort, uh, that's mostly um, abandoned, but one part's been converted into a luxury hotel. Oh, but no one goes there. Wow, it's like in the middle of nowhere, like literally middle of nowhere. Wow, and I've never, I've never even heard of it till I found it. Just I stumbled by mistake going through Google Earth, um, just travelling yep. down roads in Google Earth, yep. and, and this place came up as a as a place to you could click on. So what's this? And oh, that looks pretty cool. Yeah. So. So, um, yeah, so I've just been doing some bit of reconnoitering for all that the last couple of weeks. And so now you need to Google reviews on said hotel. Well, there's, there's three, <laughs> uh, all from Indians. Right. Yeah, uh, being, and I think it's the only people who really stayed there, you know, and I, I just don't know. But it looks amazing. The, the, the catch is, did they all have the same surname, Glenn? <laughs> no, I, I think there were genuine reviews they okay. were from, on TripAdvisor. I think they were genuine, but yeah, it's not. Again, it's not a place that's visited very much, yeah. so it's not. There's not, and not not a lot of Western tourists obviously get anywhere near it. Yeah. So it's it's well off the beaten path. It's a it's a five hour drive to get there. Yeah, right. And then a four hour drive to get back anywhere good. So wow. it's a commitment. Yeah, but um, one I'm prepared to take. So yeah. nice. Yeah, so. 
kind of kind of interesting. So it's sort of been keeping keeping my little brain busy. Yeah. And you've, have you got your house unpacked yet? Are you fully? Mate, mostly, like all of the all of the stuff that we need for living is unpacked, and the stuff that's use, yeah. the stuff that's not unpacked now is the stuff that'll still not be unpacked ten years from now. Uh, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. um, some of that is paperwork that I used to have in a filing cabinet, but Kath said that filing cabinet is not coming with us. So. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the, the the paperwork just has to live in a box until I actually acquire a new filing cabinet, which is in the foreseeable future. I'm just waiting for uh, things to happen at work because there's a filing cabinet there that I'm going to snaffle. So. <laughs> <laughs> and she knows you're bringing this. Oh, do you, what, are you going to leave it at work and fill it up? No, with no, the no, stuff? no, no. no my boss has said I need to get rid of this filing cabinet, and I said, "Well, I'll yeah. take it." But what? Is it, what what has your real boss said, though? <laughs> the missus. Oh, yeah, she's fine. She's fine. She's okay. <laughs> so. But she objected to the other other filing cabinet. She did. filing cabinet's okay. Because the other filing cabinet was very old and it was scratched and it looked ratty and uh, one of the drawers, the runner, didn't work properly. So it was always... They call that shabby chic, dude. Yeah, that's right. Shabby chic. That's, that's exactly that's, what it was. People pay good money for that. It was a prime example of shabby chic. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe just shabby. Yeah. <laughs> That's so much of the sheet. <laughs> That's it. So. Oh, dear, dear. Yeah. Wow. Well, this is the final episode for the year, my it friend. Is. A, it is. Have you got any Christmas wishes for yourself? Have you got any, like, little um, things? I'm, you... I'm, I've, I've just started getting back into producing content for my Dark Table YouTube channel. Oh, cool. Which, yeah. you know, it, it's been a very dry year, you know, in the sense that uh, until a, a week or so ago, the last real content I produced was in March. There's wow. just been so much going on, you know, between trying to sell Springfield and then all of the weekends that we were coming up to this region looking for a place to yeah. buy, and then we got this place, and then it was like we exchanged contracts on this place 10 days before we went to Alaska, and then we were in Alaska, and then came home, and there was two weeks to get the house packed up and to move into this place, and then it was all yeah. the unpacking. And, and before you know it, it's bloody December, and you're yeah, like, seven, holy seven crap, where did the year go so i have you know said multiple times uh thank you to all of the patrons who uh, have hung around i you know i i fully expected that i would lose some and i didn't lose as many as i thought i would but I, I hold no grudges against those who, who well, you know, withdrew. Pay for content you're not providing. And, anything, yeah. and that is exactly what I said. You know, I said I, I totally understand if you withdraw your support. You know, it's just, there's just so much going on. So it's been really nice to get back into it. And, and of course, the thing was, version 4.4 came out in June, and I'd not had a chance to cover any of that stuff. So I, I, I said, you know, I want to get out some version 4.4 new features videos even though 4.6 will be out you know in another three days you know jeez yeah because yeah, they're doing two releases a year now so and, and of course the thing is i still have heaps more stuff that i want to cover of the new features for 4.4 and, and i know it sounds crazy to to do it when 4.4 is now six months old and the new, next version's right around the corner but I kind of want it for completeness on my channel to to, to say that, you know, I at least covered everything along the way. And, of course, the other thing is 
because I've not had any time with Darktable this year, I've got no clue as to what's coming in 4.6. So I I, I said in the the video that I just released, you know, when 4.6 comes out, I'm going to be reading the release notes at the same time as all of my viewers are and then having to give myself a crash course in whatever those new features are to then create content around that so yeah so it's it's been good to get back into the swing of producing some content for for the youtube channel again i do love this room i love the fact that the walls are painted gray because it uh, makes checking white personality (laughs) thank you mate Uh, balances your hair white balancing is uh, a whole lot easier than it was in the last room which was painted a sort of duck egg yellow egg kind of Ooh, yeah it's not gonna help us <laughs> it was shocking to try and white balance in that room uh so yeah so that's that's pretty cool um the only thing is the acoustics in here but i've um ordered some acoustic foam uh which is meant to be arriving tomorrow um, so to cover up all the gray walls exactly so therefore you won't have the gray walls <laughs> so the, the foam will be black so it won't change the color oh, gold. Uh, just different uh luminosity of the same hue (laughs) that's funny but yeah so that's kind of kind of where i'm at work has been going crazy busy because i i sort of wrap up as of tomorrow which is friday okay i am forced to take two weeks leave uh, at the end of the year so I'll, i'll be off through until the you know, 2nd of January, back to work on the 2nd. And Max uh, Max came home nine days ago. So, nice. uh, and, and, then, and then disappeared as of today. He's gone for <laughs> five days. He's, he's gone on a, um, he booked himself a five night, four day cruise out of Sydney that just goes up to uh, Brisbane and back. So yeah, it's like yeah, he's doing it all by fun, himself. Yeah. It's like, good on you, mate. So, um, but then he'll, he'll come back on Monday and he'll be here for another eight or eight days or thereabouts until Boxing nice. Day. And then on Boxing Day, we drive him up to the airport and he flies back to Darwin and gets back to work. So, Man. yeah, so it's, it's nice to nice, have him nice home. Nice to have Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. And, 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 and what was great was he got home uh, here, you know, eight, nine days ago, the day before his birthday, as the first time we've got to celebrate his birthday with him since his 20th. And this oh, was really? his 23rd. We missed out on four birthdays. Well, well sorry, missed yeah. out on three birthdays, the 20th, the 21st yeah. and 22nd. Oh, so it was the first one since his 19th. Yeah, so it was, it was good to have him home uh, for his birthday and be able to take him out for dinner. And, Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Be parents again for a bit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, could so. be worse. It could be worse. They could still live at home like mine do. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. So, um, actually, he's he's just him and a mate who he works with have just got themselves a rental property off base, oh. and they actually got the keys to move in there on the day that he flew back here uh, <laughs> nine days ago. So he's spent a sum total of about half an hour in the house uh, when he went and dropped off all of his stuff. So he'll he'll be going back there to sort of move in and set up all of his stuff in that in that uh, place. But he's talking about taking Randy with him. I'm like, oh, the dog. No, I've what? only just trained him. He's fantastic now. I I don't want to give him up now. 
that's not the way it works. <laughs> you, you, you left. Bad luck. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, oh, that'd be that'd be a bit hard. It would be, but it is his dog, so it's like oh, yeah, okay. But, yeah. Jesus. but um, ungrateful bloody kids. <laughs> so we'll see. We'll see what happens there. I think if it does happen, it's not going to be soon because Max is going to be away from the Darwin base for two months at the beginning of next oh, year. Right. So he's too unreliable to have a dog exactly. up there. Just, exactly. Just can't do it. Yeah. So and that's what we keep saying. We keep that. going, mate, think about all the times you leave base. You know, what are you going to do? Who's going to look after him? You might as well just leave him here. <laughs> so. Yeah, come and visit. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. Oh. Shall, we, shall we talk some photography stuff? I was, I was going to talk. Do you, have you had any Christmas wishes photo-wise? Oh. Have you got any, any, anything on your... Um, wish list for, from Santa? If, I, if I've got any wishes, it's that I would find some time to actually go out and shoot. With that devicey thing that you got. Yeah, I really should, shouldn't I? I, I really I really should. I spent the bloody money on it, so... Yeah, a lot of money. Yeah. Right? yeah more, more than you told your wife. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 100% <laughs> and, more than um, I told my wife. Yeah. I, I don't know how, how it works yeah, as well. true. You know, does, does it do... The things that it's supposed to do, and is it as easy? I want to see how you go with your not sixteen shot panos and yeah stuff like that, and yeah, you know, so yeah. yeah that's that's your that's your challenge over the Christmas definitely, break. Definitely, definitely get yeah, that out. Inquiry does want to know. Give it a go. Yep. Yeah. You do you have any Christmas wishes? Well, I'm uh, starting to um and ah about changing brands. Oh, maybe go on Sony or Fuji. Wow. And what's prompted oh, that? And for no, well, for no reason other than my cameras are coming to end of life again. Yep. Because of how I treat them, so they need to be replaced. Now I could just go straight into the Canon R system, but there's no support for other brands, which yeah. means you know, having to do adapters, which I'm not a huge fan of. No. There are always compromises with adapters. Yeah, so whereas I could go to Sony and and, and Tamron to just load me up with all the lenses for you know, that that I desire for that, yep. or go Fuji and they could load me up, uh, or even uh, I've got a real hankering, as I've said for a long time, for this uh, Nikon ZFs. Okay, because um, they just like, just remind me so much of my early uh, Nikon FMs when I was starting. Well, way, way, way back in the early days of film for me. Yeah, right. Just that that tra- traditional sort of style camera, and so and so I know, you know Tamron are coming out with more and more stuff for those as well. So, but it's very early days. It's literally only the last couple of days it started poodling, but that and, might become a and not to cast thing. shade on the brand, but what would make you consider Fuji as a destination? Once again, it's the style of camera. I just love the cameras yeah. themselves. They're they're that that more retro. Yeah, traditional feel camera that I kind of like. As a portrait photographer, wouldn't you find the depth of field on a four-thirds not as, you know, creamy bokeh as you get a 35 I don't worry about that, though. You don't? I never care about that anyway. I never have. Fair enough. It doesn't really interest me. Okay. Um, I don't don't shoot that type of portraiture. No, that's true. I shoot craggy old men. Yeah. In hard lighting and usually usually low contra yeah you know, yeah very contrasty stuff that stuff doesn't doesn't lend to hard style portraiture like that isn't ever going to look good with soft 
blurry yeah. background anyway. It's the anachronism to each other. Yeah, fair enough. So, uh, so there's a, but it's a, but yeah, but I mean, if I had unlimited, just buy whatever, I would probably lean towards a Nikon ZF. Right. Or, and I just don't know enough about all the different Sony cameras because there's so many bloody of them. Yeah. Yeah, there's like, how many, I don't know how many different A7s there are. That yeah. just gets, in my feeble brain, uh, it's just a bit too hard. Okay, to so, so the real, the, the yeah. quick crash course is you, you have the A7 and then there was yeah. an S and an R. The R was always yeah. for resolution, so it was the higher resolution sensor. And the S... That that doesn't matter, yeah. And the S was always about lower noise. So it was generally a lower resolution sensor and it was more video-centric or it was was targeted more to the video crowd than to the stills crowd. But But it's S for stills. It should have been V for video then. Yeah, I don't know why they chose S. Um, or N for no, not as much noise. Yeah, you would think so. Um, and, and so then basically each each uh, later generation just goes up a number. So A7 II and then 2S, 2R, and then A7 III, 3S, 3R, et cetera, et cetera. Oh, that went up to like 4 or 5? No, the 5 has just... I think the 5 has just come out, I think. Okay. But that's the... That's the A7 five. There is no R or S variant yet. That will come next Man. year. And then, of course, you've got the A9 three, which just came out, which is just... Well, they, they do look pretty nice, I've got to say. That is the shizzle. But they're, like, what, silly expensive. It would be they? close like to 10 grand, grand in Australian yeah. dollars, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah for the body only. Uh, but, you know, the global shutter, that is what I find really interesting about that particular camera. So there's no rolling shutter issues. You've got the ability to fire up to one eighty thousandth of a second with flash sync at that speed. That's phenomenal, Man. you know. Yeah, but, but you got no range. Yeah, probably. But you know, you know, yeah, two inch. It's perfect for macro work, maybe. Yeah, because you think you think the type of shutter is not the, the the entire sensor isn't exposed for that duration of. Um, yes, it is. That's time. the whole point. That's the oh, whole really? point of oh, the global I mean by shutter. No rolling shutter. I, wasn't, I wasn't listening to you. Sorry. Um, <laughs> How unusual. <laughs> No, that's the whole point of the global shutter. Every pixel fires oh. simultaneously. Oh, well, that's okay then. That works. Yeah. Well, look at so just, just quickly check, check the price. Nine 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 nine. Yes. It's not even ten. It's not even ten thousand. It's not even. Actually, I, I like it's nine 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 and ninety five cents. But these people got it on special. <laughs> these people got it special for nine 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 point oh oh. They're taking a whole ninety five cents. Out. Sweet. Um, yeah. Wow. So that that's, is that's, that is that's... a cracker of a camera, and I dare say that Sony released it when they did, so that they can get it to market in time for the twenty four Olympics. Yeah, and yeah. you know, and then the the stuff that we're going to see come out of the the twenty four Olympics is just going to be phenomenal, revolutionised. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's, it's, it's double the price of the of the nine two. Yeah, it's a big jump. It is it? a yeah. huge jump. Um, but the, I mean, they've said right from the outset this is aimed at pro shooters only, like you know, or oh, or sure. those some, who are some, you know paying got more dollars than cents. You know, so. Since 2005, Shutters Inc. has been a labour of love. But beyond the time required to produce it, there was also a financial commitment. 
If you find value in the podcast and would like to help keep the servers running, hit up the Patreon link, which is in the show notes. Even a couple of dollars a month will help. Much appreciated. Now, back to the podcast. I was, I was just I was just looking at Facebook just before my mate Yusuf uh, in um, Bangladesh. He leads photo tours there, right? And he's is at this is at this um, is at this location that I've been to, and it's, it's this um, uh, it's a coal docks where people are unloading ships with coal by hand, right? right? And he's got he's, he's photographing. His, he's, he's got his two clients. He's taking a photo of them, and and um, and they're they're, they're they're shooting the people walking off. And then he's got a selfie of the three of them together, and one and and one guy's got. Two Hasselblads around his neck, two digital Hasselblads. Uh, <laughs> and now the guy's got two Likers. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, this guy, I don't know who they are. These guys could be remarkable shooters. Yeah. But oh my God, you know, it, it's, it's, um, they, the, the guy with the two Hasselblads must have had $40,000 of cameras around his neck, yeah. you know. So yeah, there are people out there who will, yeah. you know, spend that sort of money without even thinking twice about yeah. it, you know. But, uh, but, but very, it's just funny how you said that and then that image of those guys <laughs> with the Hasselblades play. I had to zoom in and say, what, what's that he got around his neck? Oh, bloody hell, he's got two blades. You know, it was just, <laughs> just ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, so, yeah. So, I'm, so, I'm, 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 I'm arming and arming, and, and being, and also to keep myself relevant to Tamron mm. is if they're no longer supporting, uh, yeah, mirrored SLR cameras, and that's all I shoot with. Well, why would they want to have anything to do with me? Yeah. So, yeah, and, and they won't throw free lenses at me if I don't have gear that they can put it on. Yeah, so, that's true. Yeah. So that's, that's, uh, and I, so I was really thinking about, you know, between now and, and the next, the next tour to India is, is, you know, grabbing a couple of new bodies. And yeah, right. A whole bunch of new lenses and going from there. So, yeah. yeah. Nice. So, yeah, that, that's, that's my, so if Santa wants to drop any or all of those brands, all that guy's too Hasselblad. <laughs> can drop those and i'll um i'll just sell them and buy other stuff yeah um, absolutely work pretty well yeah so let's see how we go for christmas yeah yeah either that or or, or an xbox <laughs> <laughs> or, or a new ipad would be nice right yeah just in case just in case any of you guys out there are thinking about you know sending a little something something you know <laughs> <laughs> what do you got on your list? One, one, one. I've got a few interesting things. Um, first up, one is just a, a um, something I noted about the lovely people at, at, at Adobe. Yeah, you've heard of those Adobe. You I know have. Those? Yeah, they posted a profit of five billion dollars for the first quarter. For the first quarter. For the first quarter. Yikes. I remember when banks used to make that as an annual profit. Yeah. And there's this little software company yep. in a quarter making $5 billion. Yeah. Just just blew me away. Still, you can do uh, that when you jack up your monthly subscription the moment everyone know, turns their back. I know. Hey? I know. And that's that's the thing, isn't it? So that's why you Darktable, they're yeah. not making $5 billion a quarter. No. That's they're one of the reasons squat. why I left them. Yeah. Five yeah. billion. Maybe I'll have to learn how to use Dark Table. Do you know any good video? <laughs> None. <laughs> yeah. That's, that was my problem. Um, and, and speaking of profits, yeah. profits, I found out today that uh, more than 50% of Fuji business yeah. is their Instax instant cameras. Is that and right? And growing. 
Yeah, so the majority of the money they make from photography is from instant cameras, instant film, not from their mass range of lenses and cameras. Wow. Which is quite amazing and growing as well, apparently. So it's. um, So what are their Instax cameras? They're just the old. Think of the old Polaroid cameras. Yeah. Yeah, instant photo cameras. Right. So they Basically they have the, the the actual print paper yeah. inside the camera. Well, not the print. But remember what a Polaroid camera was like. Yeah, but you, you, it came yeah, out. Yeah, the photo like, came out, and, and and then it would slowly develop over a couple of minutes. Same kind of thing. Yeah, right. So the actual photo paper is in the camera. Uh, uh, the photo and the chemicals, because it's, yeah. it's a chemical yeah, of course, process, of course. So, yeah, and uh, yeah, and it's it's just you just buy the little, little cassettes of yep. paper and shove it in the camera, and away you go. Yeah, you know? right. Astounding. Now, I learned something else today as well. This is so I came across this article about the world's oldest undeveloped film got developed. Wow. Okay. So a guy bought his camera at auction uh, that had a 134-year-old roll of film inside it. Right? That wow. Had it. And, but here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. It was from a photographer in Melbourne what? who took these photos in 1889. This woman was a, a very a very good golfer, apparently, a woman golfer <laughs> and, an avid, and an avid photographer. Wow. And she bought a, a Kodak One camera. Right. Uh, number one. And apparently, and I didn't know this, the way Kodak number one, you bought the camera, it had the film inside it. And the film, I don't know how it works, but the film could the the, cam- the film could take up to one hundred photos. What? Uh, yeah. So in eighteen eighty nine, it could take up to a hundred photos on this one roll of film. Wow. Uh, uh, I don't know why it's up to, but it was up to a hundred photos. And then you had to send the entire camera back to Kodak, where oh. they'd take it all out, develop the film for you, reload the camera, and send the camera back with a new film in it, and wow. uh, and your photos. Wow. And because it took, you know, it's like. 100 photos takes a long time to use up back in the days yeah. of film. Yeah, a roll. Of, I remember a guy coming into the camera store I was working in years ago and getting a roll of 36 developed. It had three different Christmases on it. <laughs> you know? So, yeah, it could take a while to even use up just a third of that. Yeah, you know? right. And he probably shot the last four or five off just, just to use them. Just to finish the, the roll, yeah. yeah. So that what this woman had done, she You know she what, he, he, thought to, he thought to himself, there's only four frames left. I'm not going to get through next Christmas on that. So I've got it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Better get it done. Uh, but apparently this woman, I didn't read the article in, in full or closely, but she had a journal of some form uh, talking about each, what the images were. Because imagine if you had to shoot 100 photos, yeah. it could be quite a while before you would get it developed and you forgot what you took photos of. So she had a little a little, uh, a little uh, a data sheet, information sheets for each exposure. Uh, wow. They could write down the date, the weather, the subject, and other details. And Miss McKenzie, her name, was diligently filled out the information uh, sheets for 29 photos. Wow. But the problem is, uh, and I haven't read, it looks like they could only get one salvable image from it, yeah. which in itself is a remarkable, because they, they had to try and find someone who could develop a 134-year-old nitrate-based celluloid film. I was going to say, it probably wasn't C41. You know, you'd, you'd no, really, you'd no, really no, have no. to do some exploring to find out what the process was, what chemicals were needed. It's, it's, it's amazing, yeah. So, well, there's a, there's a place in, in um, 
Canada called Film Rescue International, which I think we've had them, talked about them on the podcast in the in the past. Right, okay. And they, that's their specialty is is is, is salvaging old stuff. Wow. Uh, the expert technician was wearing infrared goggles while developing the film, so he could see when the film was responding to development and pull it before it got too dense. Wow. With the fogging and mottling on the film, it was really difficult to tell if there was anything on it at all. So the entire film was digitised using our Phase One cultural heritage setup. Uh, and then we can increase contrast, see if there's anything to be gleaned. And it's, it looks like they've got one image and they can't... It, it, it's, it's a photo of it in the article. And to me, what it looks like is they've taken a photo of themselves. It's like the, maybe the first selfie. Because you know how you know, photographers often take photos of, uh, of a shadow, the shadows of themselves on the yep. ground? So there's these two people looking over a camera that appears to be on a tripod or some sort of stand. Yeah. And I wonder if it's them shooting down um, or shooting at other people directly in front of them taking photos. Or, Who knows? But, or yeah. shooting into a mirror. Or shooting into a mirror. Exactly. There's so little detail. It, it, it certainly inspires the imagination as to what it could be, you know. Wow. But it's quite quite a... Quite a um, uh, quite a bit of quite a cool little story in there. It's worthwhile reading, and yeah. So yeah, that, that I thought was pretty darn cool. It's a 134 year old piece of film. <laughs> that's very cool. <laughs> and and the guy had this 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 dilemma to well yeah do I develop it or not develop it yeah yeah it stood the test of time and it's it's Schrodinger's photos at that point isn't it <laughs> totally <laughs> yeah yeah other photos on there other not photos yeah I thought it was pretty cool and last but not least and this is this is I think the announcements tomorrow morning and I'll see if it's true or not mm. but my favourite uh, iPhone app photo app is the thing called Hipstamatic. And it's a freaking amazing piece of app. It is just astounding. But it's, from the teasers that I've seen online, they may be maybe making a real camera. Wow. In the in the in, in the, the vein, style in of the a vein, viewfinder. In the style a of an old rangefinder, yeah, a little rangefinder, yeah, yeah. Wow. And the uh, hipstamatics are just the coolest, buddy. I've been using it for oh, at least a decade, I'd say. Sorry, as an app. As an app, yeah. Uh, yeah, right. And I haven't hadn't used it in ages, and I was just picked up again today after reading this article and turned on, pressed one photo of an uh, absolute boring as bat scene, <laughs> and I looked at it, it's like, oh, that looks so good. <laughs> it, just, it just does stuff. It just does stuff to photos that just makes them look so damn good. Yeah, right. Yeah, I don't know if it's going to be real, if it's going to happen, uh, if it's coming out, but if it is, we'll, we'll know by... Well, certainly by next episode. Yeah. <laughs> and if it is, Definitely. and if it's not too expensive, that might become a, might become a new camera for me as well. <laughs> yeah, nice. Because it's kind of got if it's got that old analog. So it's, it's basically a digital analog camera. The app and it, it recreates old lens styles and old film styles okay. and fogging and all sorts. So it creates all these really kind of cool analog sort of looks. Yeah. And yeah, you know, a couple of years ago, I bought. Uh, I backed a, a Kickstarter. If you remember this little Yashica. Yes. Uh, Y35, where you put yep. little, little, little fake films in. And I loved that thing to pieces until it stopped working, oh. which was about six weeks six weeks into owning it, unfortunately. Oh. <laughs> but that thing that thing was just brilliant because it was so unpredictable and so so radically fun to play with. And I'm hoping this thing's going to be the same thing. So I hope it's not going to be stupid expensive. Yeah, right. But I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. So that's going to be a bit, bit hot and heavy. I'm nice. Say, so. But, um, yeah, so that's all I've got on my list. Okay. 
of, of stuff that excited me since we last talked. <laughs> has, anything, has anything excited you? Well, Paul, Paul Sutton sent me a couple of things. I'll, I'll just quickly belt through these. Five ways smartphone photography is changing how we see the world. Uh, I must admit, I only saw this email come in today, so I've not had much time to... Uh, actually look at it number one we make images more casually and with a wider subject matter i thought yeah well yes that's that's a i'd agree with that well i mean i i I take photos of my shopping list to go to the shops yeah (laughs) yeah that's that's what i did today you know yeah i'm at the shops and i'll take a photo of something send it to my wife is this what you want you know, yep. stuff that we would never, we do use them definitely in ways that's yeah. um, above trying to take a photo. Yep. We use them as a communication device as yep. well, you know. Absolutely. Uh, two, we aren't as selfie obsessed as some would think. Okay, I'm not sure. Yeah, I find that. I find, well, they're saying that we only use the selfie camera 14% of the time. But, right. but it says here, our, our participants only use their phone. Fo- now, who, who's doing this? If it's Petapixel <laughs> that did it, which are a bunch of old people, Bruce. Yeah, that's right. They're not. They're not hip and young and not the target people. audience. That's, that's, the, that's the words that they use. <laughs> hip, hip and young. Uh, so I reckon it'd be the other way. It'd be fourteen percent would use the front. Would use the other camera. Eighty-six <laughs> percent. Yeah, but those fourteen percent are just people who push the wrong button. <laughs> yeah, so I think. So I'm going to tell you right now, my kiddo, my thirteen-year-old. Yeah. Never uses, never uses the the only ever uses the selfie camera, right? Continually, yeah. You know? Even if she's taking the photo of something else, she'll turn her and face the other, not even see what she's aiming at. <laughs> <laughs> Number three, we're seeing more vertical compositions. Now, on one hand, I go, yeah, but you're wrong, but. Also, that's just repeating one that we use it in different ways. So. Yeah, I'm not sure that. Really yeah, counts. but I would I would say that maybe there, um, if we expand this beyond photo, that there's certainly more vertical video shot than ever in the past. Oh, absolutely! I hate it. ABC so, so is vertical, really oh, pushing I hate for it. it. Too. Oh, it, it, but it is because once again, people don't consume on horizontal devices. Yeah, you know, the target audience doesn't con- yeah. doesn't consume their content on on TVs or or laptops that's or right. iPads. It's all on mobile devices. So, so I can certainly see uh, there's a lot more of that. And therefore, if you're doing more video that way, it would kind of make sense that maybe you take photos that way too. Yeah. I don't know, but yeah. So yeah, I can sort of see that. Yep. Number four, we like to keep our distance. Participants Ooh. made more images of people from further away compared to getting close. I just think that's more stalkerism than it is a choice to shoot, you know, differently. I just think it's, you know, no one wants to walk up to a complete stranger and go, hey, I'd really like to take your, sh- uh, you know, your portrait. So people are just taking photos from further away either that or they're just too lazy to move so this is, this is the, co- the quote for this i feel like my friends and i get frustrated with parents when they're zooming in a photo or they walk in really close my mum would always get one like right in my face like this is too close i don't i don't want to see this zoom in it's frustrating but she just complained about a zooming in the previous she complained about a zooming in and said she should be zooming in i don't understand Young people, let's let's all, let's, all, let's all disagree on that yeah. one. Number five, we get inspired by what we see online, and I'll I'll agree with that. That there is inspiration yeah, well, to be taken. Copycat. 
Well, yeah. you could use the word inspiration if you like. Yeah. Yeah. Cop- copycats are better. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is what. Everyone, now I've seen these disturbing, these strange videos come up on my Facebook. I think, I think they're TikTok type short things. Right. It's like there'll be like five in a row, mm. and they all look exactly the same. Right. They all yeah. There's in the framing, the the size of people are, the all this. It's like you're just seeing five of the same thing, but there's different people in each one. And <laughs> it doesn't matter how often I refresh my screens; they all seem to be the same. Yeah. Uh, they're copying what everyone else is doing, basically, as you're saying. Uh, why? Why the way we make? I oh, said so why the why the way we make images matters. Technology changing the baby. Blah 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 blah. I don't understand. He's a senior lecturer in vis- visible. Oh, this is another uh, Victorian. Article because he's a, he's, a, he's a senior lecturer in visual communication and digital media at RMIT University. Right, that's the Royal Melbourne Institute of Technology, Technology. or something like that's that. That's it. Yep, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, so, so maybe there are young people they're talking to. Yeah, could be. Who who, who would have thunk? Yeah. Uh, and Paul's other story is the NFL reveals ultra rare lens that it uses to capture stunning cinema style shots. NFL Films has dropped a short documentary about an amazing and rare lens that it uses to capture the jaw-dropping shots regularly seen by fans. The Optex 33-1 is a Canon broadcast lens that has been rehoused and converted into a cinema lens with T-stops. There were only 15 of the lenses ever sold worldwide, and the NFL owns two of them. Wow. So there you go. Very cool. Yeah. Anyway, it's a beast. Put those, it's a beast. Put those links in the. Uh, it's been it's been used. It's been used since the two thousand seasons. They've been using it for twenty plus years. Yeah. Right. Which is which is quite amazing. Yeah. yeah. Um, now I dug out a few of the photos that I've processed from my Alaska trip, and I emailed them through to you with the heading. You did, which I promptly ignored. Yes. Picks exploring low light, um, and they were. And they were. I looked at the first photo. I thought they're crap. I'm not going to look at that. <laughs> why is he sending me somebody's really crappy article? <laughs> now I realise it's yours. So That's tell right. me why you're sending me this really crappy article. Well, uh, what, what, what was what was the what was the, um, the, the what was your the thought? The underlying theme over these I don't know eight or ten shots. I don't know how many I sent you, but the the underlying theme here was m- me. Shooting in a way that is different to what I've normally done. In that, okay, yeah, yeah. In that, these were all taken at dusk, different days, of course, but um, they're all taken at dusk. And what I've noticed is that if you left it to the camera to decide the exposure, it would try and yeah. make everything eighteen percent grey. And that would mean that all of these shots would end up being overexposed and mm-hmm. would lose all of the mood. And so I made a... That's the way cameras work. That's exactly right. And so I sort of made it a conscious choice to manually expose and, and set it for like, you know, one and a half stops under according to the light meter or two stops under according to the light meter. And... I thought to myself, it'll be interesting to see how these come out when I get home and I process them through Darktable and and whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm really happy with the way they've all come out because I feel like they're more representative of the light that I experienced at the time that I captured these images. Absolutely. Yeah, far, far more of what your eye saw. Yeah. 
And I guess... And so, some of them are an eyesore. Yeah. Like that, I was waiting for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and I feel like because I did that, the highlights are not clipped in the way that they normally would have ended up if I'd allowed the camera to choose the exposure. Yeah, so... so I don't understand it, Bruce. What bit don't you understand? Well, why you'd want to take a photo and not have control of it in the first place, regardless of it's daytime or nighttime. Well, the the cameras. Why, why would you be taking the? To, yeah, but yeah, to, yeah, but the cameras. The cameras. You're not, you're not, you're not a point and press yeah, the button. Yeah, no, I, right? I, yeah, true. So even if, but even if you were doing auto and your first shot, oh, that's too bright. You would just exposure compensate to look the way you wanted yes. to. Yeah. So it's, it's it's what you would have done anyway. But I think this is anyway. the first time where I've really... Consciously... Consciously... Grasped it? Well, I guess for these particular images, you know, daytime stuff is a different matter, where this stuff, it's... It's exactly the same. I suppose, I suppose but it's the first time where I've really, you know, gone... I don't want the camera deciding what it thinks is correct exposure here because I know it's going to stuff it up. You've done concert photography before. Yes. Okay, same, same principles. Yeah, absolutely. You want, the, you, want the, you want the person in the spotlight, not the rest of the sun. Yes, absolutely. You've taken photos of people in a shaft of sunlight yes. on a day outside. Yeah. And the shade around. It's the same thing. Yeah, I suppose. If, you, if, if, on a, if you're taking a photograph of someone in a shaft of sunlight and the rest is in shade, if you don't take control of the exposure, it's not going to come out. Yeah, right. you need to meter and for that. And taking control could either... Well, it, it, you don't actually need to meter. Yeah, metering. I don't meter almost anything, bro. <laughs> okay, I just you're just using your sunny eighteen rule, are you? No, I just I'll, the way I shoot. When I teach, I teach how to do it properly. When I shoot, I press the button. Yeah. Then twirl dials till it looks the way I want it. <laughs> no, you don't. Uh, so and that's I do. So usually it's going to be it's going to be there if I'm shooting an aperture or shutter priority or program. I don't care with either, either one. Yeah. If I don't have a if I don't have a preference to for aperture or a particular shutter speed, I don't care what mode I shoot in. Yeah, uh, I will normally know to uh, exposure compensate either up or down before I take the shot. Yeah, and it's only ever going to be a guess of roughly what you think it's going to be, sure. and it's going to be a tweak. Yeah, so it's a guess. Press the button, tweak. Yep. And, and the tweak is still kind of a guess anyway, isn't it? Yeah. It's just a more accurate guess because you've narrowed it down how much yeah. more you have to click. Yeah. Yeah, so that's you could spend time and meter, spot meter the subject, any any of these nighttime yeah. subjects or daytime subjects, and get your exposure pretty close to right first time. Yep. But ah, who cares? Yeah. yeah. Just press the button and twirl the dial afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> then fix it in dark room. No, but yes, I'm saying yeah, to, to me, to me, that I, 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 I get, I get that it's really hit home to you, and it's yeah. really that's a, it's a great step as a photographer. Yeah, I just can't imagine it any other way. No, but I guess you've got a lot more runs on the board. You've been doing this a lot longer. I know, I know, and that's what that's 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 what that's why when you showed it to me, I'm going, but I don't understand. And because <laughs> I, I literally, I can't, I, I, I struggle to remember that. Yeah, that that's something you would have to think about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially and in, in these lower 
more um, yeah, fair, more evenly lit scenes. They're not not perfectly evenly lit, but they are more evenly lit than a bright sunshine and dark shadow. Yeah, right. Yeah, you because know, the the, dyna- the dynamic range is nowhere near as great. So the mistake the camera would make would not be as big. Right. Once again, if you've got someone standing under a white spotlight and stage and the rest of the stage is black, yeah. that camera's going to make a hell of a big mistake. Yeah, yeah, because you know, it's going to try and bring all of that this. black up to 18%. Yeah. yeah, exactly, yeah. And so where this, where you've still got obviously some you know, late light in the day, you know, so it's, it's dusk, but it's, still, it's not black. Yeah. Yeah, especially one of like the Nagley store yep. shot there. Um, the, 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 the camera will still make a mistake, but it won't be... It'd be a lot easier to understand what, uh, how to fix the mistake than someone who who has less knowledge seeing that person in the spotlight completely washed out and go, "What the hell do I do now?" Yeah, yeah. Because uh, you might only be out by a stop or you know, stop and a half or three quarters of a stop or whatever, you know. But I do like just talking about this. I do like the one of the of the guitarist in the window. Oh, yeah, cool. Yeah, that's cool. And then the guy leaning, the guy leaning on the sort of the entrance yep. to the to the Into the, pub. the tavern yep. there. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's got a it's got a kind of a nice uh, story to it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I could, I, I can, I can, because uh, uh, the kid's looking down. Yeah, he's straight away. He's on the phone. Yeah. <laughs> What's he on the phone for? Is he what? Uh, uh, is he apologising to his date who's rushed off and left him? I'm sorry, I didn't mean to say that. <laughs> Is he is he sending a message saying, "I know I was late. I just got here. I know, and you've all gone. I'm sorry." Or is he he's calling an Uber, texting? Oh, I'll probably yeah. But there's there's a good story going on there, and I can hear I can I'm going to play the country twang voice devil's advocate too. there, do and go. He might be leaning down to light a cigarette. He could be. You'd be wrong because young people don't smoke; they, they vape, and the vapes don't require lighting. No, but yeah, absolutely, it could be. But you, but I, I would posit I would posit to you in in this fictional storytelling yeah. that if you had to go outside to smoke, yeah. you would probably face outwards so the smoke didn't blow back in through the door. Probably, but. <laughs> I would also posit to you that if it was windy, he's turned his back against the wind so the cigarette could light. There you go. <laughs> Isn't it fascinating, the story? And can you hear the, um, stand by your man, coming from the, 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 the guitarist going yep. there? And the, yep. Yeah. It's got that, it's got a Tammy Wynette kind of yep. feel to it. They were I actually like a really good, good blues yeah. band. They were really good. Really? Yeah. Really? So it's not stand by your man? No. It's, it's it's not my 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 dog broke down and my 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 truck ran away and that's it yeah all those <laughs> yeah, uh, so anyway yeah, anyway yeah but yeah but but it's got a couple of nice shots there dude I, I was you. I'd like to see some more of your more of your holiday shots yeah I yeah. um I did send you a link to the Google Drive yeah you stuffed that so I will look into why you can't access that because that's got all of the images that I elected to process from the trip ah so yeah well, you send me it again, and we can critique it next. I'll, I'll, I'll bastardise some of your photos in post myself. Of course, you and, will. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you can agree that mine are crap, and <laughs> yours are the way you wanted them in the first place. <laughs> because, fun enough, out of the two of us, yeah. you know more about post processing than I do. Is that right? Well, because you're Mr. Darktable, yeah. you're the expert. 
my 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 abilities in post are pathetic quite frankly right. uh are, are really very limited and i guarantee they're never going to get any better because i've never put any effort into learning anything so you know i've peaked i picked about 10 years ago and it's all been downhill since then so you know you're still making a conscious effort to try and improve so. i am i am <laughs> Uh, well mate it's been another great year even if it's been a bit thin on the ground for podcast episodes oh lucky listeners yes so um have you got any plans for the the christmas silly season are you going anywhere with the family or just no staying home just no plans my wife is in the midst of a massive project at work and just completely inundated and yeah right has no ability no ability to get off any time off or go anywhere and and therefore i can't really take the kids off places and enjoy ourselves without her because yeah. it makes her feel bad so yeah. we'll do some some small stuff and maybe if we're lucky get a weekend or two away but that's probably going to be about it but yeah. um she's uh, she's uh, her three-man team is do the work of about 20 people <sighs> uh across uh, and the one department that she's supposed to run she's running four to four or five different departments and they have to do stuff she has zero knowledge of how to do yeah <laughs> so right she, but there's no one else to do it so she's she's under under massive workload pressure so that'll be our our lot this summer I, I, i'm sure i've already said this but i just feel like the entire capitalistic world used COVID as an excuse to just screw everybody harder yeah yeah yeah, yeah like, I look at Adobe, like, five billion dollars like, in the first quarter. Yeah, why yeah. can't you employ more people? You know, I, yeah. I hate oh, when I ring places tight, and I still you know. get these messages due to unprecedented demand. Where it's like, no, if it, it's not. If it's busy every time, that's not unprecedented. Exactly, it's precedented. There is precedent. It was like this yesterday. <laughs> and before, there's your freaking precedent. And if your profits are going up, oh, yeah. how about you employ more people? Oh, no. Anyway, we sound like a couple demand, of cranky yes. old men, mate. <laughs> Mind you, I I, 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 I was a bit, bit mean tonight. I, I, there's a knock on the door. Yeah. I've walked to the front door, I opened the door, and there's this real estate guy. Right. You know, this, you know, the slimy real estate yeah. guys, and he's, and he's, he's wringing his hands together. <laughs> yeah. You know, not a good start. Not a good start. <laughs> Possibly out of nerves, didn't come across that way. Yeah. And all he had was, he had like a polo shirt on, but just the logo, the letters YPA, which I happen to know is a local real estate agent. Right. And he's gone, excuse me, sir, I'm sorry to bother you. And I've gone, real estate? He's gone, yes. I just stuck my middle fun- finger up at him <laughs> and stared at him. He goes, oh. I said, night. <laughs> I'm not sure I really wanted. He could have said, oh, my car's run out of gas. Can I borrow you? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we are we are curmudgeonly old men in there. <laughs> Don't come knocking on my door with your damn real estate and your your free alcohol and all those t- <laughs> and your Watchtower your magazine. Yeah, oh, God, I didn't see the accident. Stop asking me to be a witness. <laughs> well, friend, you have a lovely, lovely family Christmas. I'm glad, glad, glad the boys home yeah, to be with yeah. you guys. Yeah, and you too. We we shall see everyone. Everyone, look after yourselves over this yes. stupid period. Thank yeah. you for all of your continued support and your emails yeah, and we things love to talk about. And uh, for the the small handful who are patrons, thank you very much. We appreciate that. And uh, we hope that you do. We have a, do we have a, do we have a Patreon? Do we? We do. <laughs> we should promote that every now and then. <laughs> we, you know what we should do? Here's an idea. Yeah. Let's do um, a 
bonus non-episode for, for for the Patreon listeners. Okay. <laughs> so for every 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 tier, yeah. is one less episode you have less you have to listen to. <laughs> Yeah, it's like reverse yeah, Patreon. That's yeah, it. that's it's really, it's really, really. Uh, <laughs> oh. Maybe, maybe we could do a Patreon for, episode. For, we could do, for each, I don't know what we talk about. You just, you just have a separate podcast feed that has less episodes in it. <laughs> what we'll do is make you edit a shorter version of the of the episode right. like just the just the highlights like, like a two minute synopsis right. and that's that's the and that can go up on patreon they could just listen to that one rather than the whole episode you know what rather than even looking for content it should be just jump forward one minute delete the next minute of content jump forward one minute delete the next minute of <laughs> so i reckon i reckon they could get this whole episode down in about three minutes for that's the patreons <laughs> there you go you know, I reckon you just you just just keep it short, sharp, and sweet. That's it. And, and in fact, you could have different levels, and each one's a minute shorter. <laughs> so you start with like five dollars, gets you a five minute episode. Ten dollars gets you a four minute episode. You know, <laughs> yeah. And the, the diamond, the diamond one, it's like 30, 33 seconds or something. That's just the intro music. Yeah. Do we still have intro music? Yes, we do, mate. <laughs> do <laughs> do you have outro music? Yes. Really? Yeah. <laughs> what well, what is it? Is it good stuff? Is it? Is oh, it's it great. Same, has it always been the same music? Is it the same music it's always been? Yeah, it's been the same for about three or four years now. Oh, I think it needs. I think we need to spend a. We should get one of those Patreons Fivers. Go on Fiverr dot com and make someone write us a new intro <laughs> tune. Yeah, you're listening to Dickheads. Something like that, you know. <laughs> And on that note, we'll wrap it up for 2023. It's beginning to look a lot <laughs> like Christmas. I'll sing. I'll, I'll sing Christmas carols as you as you wind us out. Excellent. You mate. can do that. Yeah. So yeah. thank you everybody for Peace your continued support, joy. and we will um, talk to you all again mid January of 2024. Have a good one, people. This is better than the outro music you've normally got. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. There you go. How long do you have to go for? Should I keep singing? I'm dreaming of a white. You've been listening to Shudders Inc. For questions, comments, and feedback, email theboys at shuddersincpodcast.com. 